success looks so easy from the outside, but all successful people have had to overcome enormous obstacles along the way. And in many cases, look failure right in the eye. Most successful people don't focus on the struggle and they rarely talk about it because that's not what creates success. Join us here where we'll chat with serial entrepreneurs, both men and women, and share the good, the bad, and the ugly of entrepreneurship. We'll talk about the obstacles we faced and how to overcome them to reach the success that you desire. I am your host, Cami Lehman, and this is She's Invincible. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us today on the She's Invincible podcast. And we have an invincible one to introduce you to today. The fabulous Doris Birch is the founder of The Fab Factor, a lifestyle and empowerment brand for women globally. To don't be in don't be invisible, be fabulous. She's the author of The Little Black Book of Being Fabulous, accomplished speaker transformational coach, publisher, and show host of the Unapologetically Extra Show, as well as a fashion influencer, style vlogger, and she runs the lifestyle and fashion website, Find Your Fab Factor, as creative director, a platform for style inspiration, because what you wear affects the way you show up in your life. More importantly, she continues to showcase why women need to step into being unapologetically visible, adding she's confident in her own skin. The fabulous Doris Birch utilizes her unique styling aesthetics as a fashion statement to empower others to be daring and confident in pursuing their soul-aligned, God-given destiny. Oh my gosh, Doris Birch, you fabulous one. Welcome to the She's Invincible podcast. Tammy Layman, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here today. Oh, I love, love, love that you're here today. And uh, you know, it's so fun because I love how we evolve. Right. Like I read your bio and I think I knew her then I knew her then. And and then here you are today. And I think that this this is really why I wanted to bring you back to the show is, you know, you have so stepped into just your next fabulous level of greatness. And I love what you're doing. And I have seen you work so hard to do what brings you so much joy and what you're so passionate about. And I just can't help but share it with the world and our community and just so, so fun. So let's do this. Let's jump in. Tell our listeners, how in the world did you get where you are today? And what makes you invincible? Okay, so just like I say at the end of the bio, stepping into your God-given destiny. We all have this thing that we really are programmed to do. It's, it's the thing that we don't even have to think about. It just comes to us, all the insights. And for me, it's fashion. I wear, I came out my mom's womb. It was already programmed into my DNA. It's always been my thing. And so to give myself permission to step back into the fashion scene, 
in a different way, in a more expansive way, in a way that truly will align with me living my initial version when I was a young girl growing up, this vision that I had of a fashion career, this road I'm on right now lays that out. And, and I just want to say it's never too late. And you can't like you can't let your dreams and your God-given destiny um, down because you think because, oh, I didn't do it sooner. You know, oh, it might be too late. Can I really do this now? And all the things that come with stepping into your dream, it, it requires so much of you in the shifting. And so for that makes me extremely invincible. Oh, I love that. I just love that. And again, I'm like, I knew her then and I knew her then. So, you know, here's my question. Like I've seen you evolve and like, as you say, like fashion has always been, you know, in your DNA. And, and that is true. You've always showed up that way. Everyone knows when we think of Doris Birch, the fabulous, I can't even type the word fabulous on Facebook without your tag coming up, just so you know. <laughs> and so like you own it everywhere. And I love that. And, you know, everyone knows like, you know, you are so put together. And like I think, so, I guess it is a learn, like you could teach people to do that and they could be better at it. But you are so, so good and just unbelievable. And so, and that part I think comes natural. I believe that is in the DNA. Uh, but why now? Like you've done, my gosh, you've been helping women tell their stories for years. You've been coaching women to like, you know, break through belief barriers and step into their own fabulous self. You've done so much work. And then all of a sudden you emerged into this. And so like, tell us about that. Where, where was that shift? Where did that come from? Well, you know, the thing that's so intriguing is that I have a, in my whole transformational coaching side of the business, been working with women to really step into being fully the version of themselves they want to be. And when it dawned on me last year that I'm not completely being fully me. Anytime you are leaving a piece of you off of the table, it is no way that you're completely being fully you. And when that really resonated with my soul, that I, and I've been for years really trying to figure out how to bring the fashion component back into my world completely. You know, I would add it in here and there with working with different clients on them, you know, activating their personal style and know that even though it was planted in my soul and it is just, it's innately very, just comes to me, it can be learned and you can trigger to create your own personal style. It comes with much intention on who you're being. But when I decided to be fully me and then put this back in the table and by the graciousness of the world that we currently live in, it has expanded so fabulously for anybody to be able to step into um, their dream career because social media really opened up a whole new pathway to, to women really stepping into their dreams. If it's fashion, technology, podcasting, whatever it is, 
technology and, and social media has changed the game for so many of us. When it dawned on me, oh, which I'll talk about a little bit more, is that I had been dabbling with the ideal once upon a time. But this time I said, we're doing it. I'm stepping into this. And the light bulb literally went off, you know, like a higher wattage light bulb just went off and was like, oh, this is the path. This is it. Everything changed. I love that. I so love that. So we're going to jump in and talk about this amazing topic, which is just fabulous. The power of personal style. And I am just going to start with <laughs> before you jump in that to tell our listeners that when we got on this Zoom together, I was not feeling like my fabulous self. So if you're watching this, uh, this recording, uh, I just need you to know that I ran and changed my outfit <laughs> Before we hit record, and this is the effect that Doris Birch has on you when you are in her presence, even if you're in another country, which I am right now, is that, you know, you know, you know, like I, I am uh, in Aruba on vacation, so I'm in vacation mode, and I was like, wait a minute, I, I need to change this up, and so I just love that you have that effect on me, and I'm sure it's not me only, um, but that you know, you just, your fabulousness just leaks. That's what I want to say. It's contagious and it makes other people that are in your presence want to step up and to that greater self. And so now I feel a little more equal on the playing ground. <laughs> so thank you for that influence. And you know, what's funny is you never said a word. So <laughs> it's just, that's just how you feel when you're around the fabulous Doris Birch. So let's jump in, girl. Let's talk about okay. the power of personal style. All right. Well, you know, just like I say, what you wear affects the way you show up in your life. I completely, completely agree with that. Actually, what Cami just said is actually an example of that whole scenario. What you wear affects the way you show up in your life. And so the power of personal style is a is something that you can use as a tool for you to reach your dreams and goals. Don't believe me? Cammy said I didn't say a word. I didn't say a word. It's the effect, it's the frequency of the vibration that your personal style reaps out into the world. It sends out that frequency signal and so you feel it. You feel it. And so you want to make a shift. It makes you aware, makes you aware that, ah, am I really showing up as the me I should be in this moment? And the, the me that I am, your personal style is really based on the woman you have decided to be. And when you know that woman you have decided to be, she requires you to elevate your style period. It just, it's just period. It, it's no getting around it because you, you exude power. You exude uh, uh, energy, a vibration that can be uh, felt by many people. And so you owe it to yourself to make sure the outer is reflecting what's inside because no one hears you or knows what's going on inside of you, but they see you. They see you with their eyes first and foremost. And so what are they seeing? 
when they see you, which is my whole big message and a part of the whole thing. But don't be invisible. Be fabulous. Don't be invisible with what you're wearing. You know, your clothes can have you hiding in plain sight. And so I think the power of person style is really being intentional on who you say you're being and that your clothes reflect that without you saying a word. Well, it happened right to us just now to me. And I love that because like I said, I'm on vacation. So I'm kind of in vacation mood, but I have nice clothes with me because they're part of who I am. And I bring them with me when I travel. But it's just so funny how I just happened to like sit down here and was like, whoa, oh no, I need to go change this up. I think that was the funniest thing. And I thought she's probably rolling her eyes. I'm like running down the the other side of the room, like, girl, I got to change my dress. (laughs) but you know what like I think that's a tribute more than the pain you know more than the inconvenience is like wow I had that effect on her and I I love what you said like people do have an effect and when you were saying that it may I, I actually wrote a note that said this is why it's so important who we hang around with right because people do have an effect and we do tend to take on uh other people's persona Right. And yes. we and we abandon our own. And right now I am like in the happy place. Uh, I've taken on the persona of flip flops and bathing suits. And and I was like, it was you who reminded me, like, girl, this is not who you are. Right. And so and here's you, Candy Layman, podcast host, podcast creator, school CEO of your empire. Yes, you're on vacation, but you're still the powerful CEO woman. Yes. Yes. And I just, I I mean, and I love, but I just love the example of how you just, that was really contagious. I love that. I'm never going to forget that. (laughs) So let's go back to this, um, the, the power of personal style. So we already know now, right. It's, it is so powerful. Um, and no words need to be spoken. (laughs) We've, we've defined all of that. Um, tell us some of your tips and tricks. Like I know that when you um just when you shifted, you tell us about your room. Let's start uh, there. So I am sitting in my glam room, which is an extension of my closet. So I have my regular closet in my master bedroom, but I had all my stuff like compiled in that space. And when I took this room that was available in our home. And decided to turn it into my glam room studio. And I can tell you it all came together. Just, I just kept seeing things in my head and just started putting it together. And I always know the things that I have, but when things aren't visible, then you, you, you know you have it, but then you're like, where is it? Can I find it? It would take too long to find it. I've done that. And it's just like aggravating. So when I created this room, I was like, oh my gosh, this is just, this is so me. Energetically, it changes. When I walk into this room, I just, I feel like I have just elevated to a whole nother place. Probably the same feeling you feel like being in Aruba. I feel like that in this room. It just, it, my creativity All the things have come through because I gave myself permission to take a room in my house and designate it to be my room, my closet, my expanded closet. 
to do my work in that is related to this side of the business. Incredible. And would you say that by building, creating that space, that that helped you step into this fashion uh, and really take off? I think so, because once I start putting out my clothes and my shoes and my handbags and my jewelry, I mean, all things that were in boxes, stored, you know, in drawers and stacked in the closet, all the things got released. I believe all, I believe our clothing, our accessories have a consciousness, an energy. And when I open them up out of their boxes and remove them from their boxes, the energy, the frequency of everything that I have purchased and bought over the years exploded. And it reminded me who I am. It reminded me that I am this fashion girl, that I am here to have this fashion career to support women in being their most fabulous version self, creating their own personal style. And that why not? It's not too late. And if I have all these clothes and can show women how they can shop their own closet or create a curated closet so that going forward, they will always have the things that they want and need whenever. It doesn't matter. You're buying to curate it. You're buying for whenever, which is why I don't believe in that rule. And I don't know who made it up saying if you haven't worn something in a year, get rid of it. Dumb, dumb rule. Dumb. Probably some man. I don't know. But no, you don't get rid of it because you might need it. And I'll do a point in case. So the other day I did a reel because denim is a big thing now. That's all the designers are showing. Uh, denim, denim, denim. It's on, the, it's on the runway. It was on the runway for the spring. It's on the runway for the fall. Denim, denim, denim. I have so much denim that I bought. And the funny thing about me in denim is that I didn't wear denim till after I turned 40. Like I never wore denim anything till after I was 40. And only reason after 40 was because I remembered an episode of Jane Fonda on Oprah. And she had on these cute, what I call hotty toddy jeans. And she was like, I don't know, 70 or something at that point. And I was like, yeah, if that's how you're going to do 70, sign me up for it. And I'm like, hotty toddy jeans. So I'm like, I want hotty toddy jeans. And so I'll, when I set out and started looking at jeans differently and finding stuff, then I bought a bunch of stuff. And so I have this denim jeans suit, skirt, maxi skirt and jacket. Got rid of that. That would have been like, that would be like, have to buy another one. Now it costs more to buy it now than it would cost me back then. Right. And my skirt and stuff is so more relevant than even the new stuff, you know? And so I was like, this is why you curate a closet and it has the things for you in there. I don't know. Did I answer? I went, I go in a tangent. Oh, talking about the glam room. But this is why this glam room has allowed me to see what I have and be able to support other women in having their own version of their own powerful closet. Uh, And, you know, I wrote this down, what you said about when your stuff isn't visible, you don't know what you have. And isn't that such a beautiful example of don't be invisible? 
be fabulous because our stuff, right? Who we are, if it's invisible, then we can't be our most fabulous self. And I I can imagine, like, and, and this is just, I'm such a visionary, that you open those little boxes of jewelry and that that it all popped out and emerged, right? And the energy, as you said, that came with it was an inspiration to you to run into that place where you knew you were meant to be. Um, but imagine as people, how we must be hiding. I can't even imagine. And I know that you work with women all the time to help them to come out of that visible, you know, invisible and into the visible. And it is such a powerful practice that I think there's something here that we could, we could start a movement of, of becoming more visible. So this is such yeah. so, so much fun, but I would love for you to give our listeners some tips. So the first one I think you just said was beautiful. Like, don't get rid of everything, right? Because it, things do come back, right? I mean, I don't know. Do you want to save your, you know, bell bottoms from the 70s? I don't know, but they're still throwing old parties. So who knows? But let's do, let's talk about some tips about how you style and put outfits together for yourself. And some tips for maybe other women who maybe aren't as good as you are at this. Well, my first tip is my whole main thing is first and foremost, you have to know who is the woman you have said you are going to be. And so when you know who she is, what does she wear on any given day, any given moment? So because I know who I am and the woman I want to be and I've, I've always known this. I mean, I've, I've known this since I was a little girl. I've always have had a very strong sense of what I wear, what I want to look like, and the feeling I wanted to evoke and and how I want to feel when I'm when I leave the house or or go anywhere in the outfit. I just, you know, so for the confidence and and the power. And so everything in my closet supports that woman. Because I already know. So I know when I like this top, for example, when I saw it, I was like, yeah, this is this is me. The This woman I am, this powerful woman, she wears this top, this black and white, this top. Now, there are plenty of tops that have open shoulder, but it was this top. It was the black and then the white and the, how it was all formed together. And then when I put the accessory together, I'm like, oh, yeah. The black and white, you know, checkered dress cut to contrast two different um, patterns. But this all supports me in who I have defined myself to be confident, self-assured, you know, the power. And, you know, the whole thing about our definition of fabulous is that it is the euphoric feeling of only owning your power and living in it can bring. So fabulous is everything you want it to be doing half. When you own and live in the euphoric feeling of the power, owning that power, it's a game changer. It's a game changer. So th- so you do everything from that energy. You do everything from that frequency. Do the clothes resonate the power? Do the clothes resonate the frequency? Do they send out the signal that people are like, yeah, yeah, she looks powerful. Mm. I love that. And you always look powerful. So even, even when you dress down, you know, like, and you have your bling hats and yeah, everything has to be that. So dressing down, 
And I, I one thing I even tell my clients, um, first thing they have to do is buy all new underwear. Because that's the first, that's the first thing we put on when we get out the shower. We put on our underwear. Does your underwear that no one else sees, but you know it's on you and you feel it, have the frequency of power? Resonate with who you want to be. Mm, and a lot so of women powerful. are wearing old underwear from years ago. Because they just women tend to neglect that one area more so than any other area. Their their lingerie, their their sleeping, what they sleep in, and their underwear. They'll wear the same stuff forever. They'll have some good stuff they might buy and never wear. I don't know what they're saving it for, but wear it, you know. So it starts there. What are you, my, I had a, my sister-in-law, before she passed away, she did a, a workshop on the power of the panty. I thought that was so powerful because she was like, what are your panties saying about you? Oh, wow. That's a big wake up call. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Any other hot tips you have? What not to do? Um, my thing is, I don't really have a what not other than don't throw away clothes in, in that year period. If you have a closet of clothes that fit you. Now, if there are things in that closet that don't align to who it is you want to be, then definitely donate those, give those away and then put in the stuff. But once you start curating the closet, you don't need to do that. Uh, my other thing is, if you don't know how to find your personal style, go to Pinterest. And start looking at different um, clothes, you know, just type in either dresses and see what comes up. Look at who's wearing it. See what resonates to you. Something will trigger your soul. And if you find a thing that triggers your soul, then it's like, hmm. And then give yourself permission to kind of pin that and start pinning your own um, mood board, vision board of the things you want to wear or try or step into um, that would be a best way to start creating. See what moves you, give you get a trigger. And I mean a trigger. If it triggers you like mm, you try to judge that woman for what she's wearing, that may be something you want to wear. You're just not giving yourself permission. So you're going to judge another woman. Wow. <laughs> that happens a lot here on the beach, right? You know, when you think about bathing suits and all those kind of things as well, that's it's interesting. Wow, this is amazing. So I know you have some big news about uh, the work you've been doing and growing your community. So do you want to share with our listeners about that? Yeah, so one of the things with stepping into fashion influencer, content creator business is social media. Social media drives that business. And with working with various brands and having brand partnerships. And I have been diligently expanding and very focused on growing my um, Instagram. And so I finally applied and was accepted in Walmart's creator program. And I was so excited. Like when I almost missed that, they said, yeah, because I was so I kind of used to like people saying, you don't meet the, you don't meet the numbers, you know, whatever. And then when I was reread it, I was like, I'm a Walmart creator. 
fabulous because last summer I bought some Walmart dresses because I was following another creator and said, oh my God, Walmart has a whole line of some cute stuff. And like really cute stuff that, you know, look really pretty good quality and all that. And I was like, damn, yes. So I'm so excited to be a part of the Walmart creator community. I love that because one, it's a huge company, right? All over the world. But also like, look out gals, because Walmart's about to up their game with the influence of the fabulous Doris Birch. Can you imagine? I can't even imagine where they'll come out with a good quality of affordable clothes with fabulous style, right? And yes. because of your influence and and the way that you style and show up. And so I, I am so excited to see what they do. And this is just the beginning, right? It's that start, oh you start somewhere. You build it's just me. You have to start somewhere. You get your first one. From yes. there, you know, there's a second and a third and a fourth, you know, but it gives you the traction you need um, to, to, to grow and expand. Well, it's visibility, right? I mean, yeah. like all of a sudden now you're visible in that platform. And so, yeah, yeah so you're, it, you've positioned yourself to be discovered uh, with them and anyone else who comes along that's a good fit. So I just love that. Congratulations to you. I have seen you work uh, and and really rally to get those numbers up so that you could be accepted. And it was such a great time for me to celebrate with you when you made that announcement because you're on your way, right? You are, you are on your way. And that is so exciting. Anything else you want to share about the power of personal style? I think we covered so much, even just in our example. We cover so much. Just give yourself unapologetic permission to, to step into the woman you have decided to be and wear the clothes that that woman wears. I love that so much. Yes, I love that. Hey, I hope you're enjoying this episode. And just before we get to the good stuff, right? The good, the bad, and the ugly, I have this great announcement for you. We are starting the Pod Power Hour, which is a virtual event that's going to happen on Wednesdays at noon Eastern. And so if you've ever thought about having a podcast, if you have questions, if you are a podcaster and you wanna come and meet other podcasters and learn what's new, what's happening, tips and tricks to be better at this amazing passion of podcasting that you have, we would love for you to join us. We're gonna have experts there that are gonna be sharing they're genius. It's going to be amazing. So, and if you're a host and you want to come meet some amazing uh, people that could be potential guests for you on your show, come on out. What a great way to get exposure. Be sure to check it out on my website at camilehman.com as well as follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Whatever is your favorite platform, we will have registration there. You do need to register to attend. And it is on Zoom, so super simple, just one hour every other Wednesday. We start on May 4th, so don't miss out. Get registered today. We can't wait to see you there. You have moved from fighting cancer to discovering how to live beyond it. But what now? 
with so many emotional side effects still unknown. As a new survivor, you find yourself in a void as you navigate through the isolation, fear, and an uncertain future that can overshadow you and your family for years to come. Instead of focusing on the uncertainty of cancer, consider how strong and determined you are and think of the strength demonstrated by those who stood beside you through it all. Consider this. You now get to choose who you want to be and what your intentional, fulfilled life can look like. You made it through treatment. We can help you define yourself as a survivor. We're here to help you through this moment, to walk beside you as you shift your mindset from counting the days of life to creating a legacy. For more information, visit www.adventuretherapyfoundation.org or contact us at info at adventurefound.org. Well, this has been so much fun, Doris, and I'm just so happy to be able to celebrate you as an influencer and as a personal brand for uh, as as they come in. Right. And they'll, yeah. those, those will be coming in more and more. And I'm just excited for you. And I just love to be able to share with our listeners uh, just about this, because we don't talk enough about this. But I think that it is this is so crucial in entrepreneurship. Right. Like I believe we I still am the old school that we have, you know, a few seconds to make a first good impression. And I think how you show up is that first part. Right. The visual part of you before you even open your mouth, they're figuring out just by how you show up. So and some yeah. would say fair or not fair. It doesn't matter if it's fair or not fair. It is what it is. And this is what it, it is, what it is. It is. And so if. If you want to be, you know, considered for bigger things, then sometimes you have to show up bigger. Uh, and that's just the way it goes. But I just love this. And I love everything about your studio and all this journey that you're taking. And, you know, Thanks. on the She's Invincible podcast, we promise our listeners that we're going to bring them these fierce entrepreneurs and we're going to share expert zones of genius. And you did that so well. But we're not done because we also promised them that we're going to pull back the curtain. You see, everyone can look at you and say, oh, she's beautiful. She's put together. She's got a style and fashion of her own. Uh, but they have no idea the journey you took, the obstacles you had to overcome, and the price that you've had to pay along the way to enjoy the success that you have today. And so we love to pull back the curtain and say, you look at my friend, this fabulous Doris Birch. And, you know, that's awesome. But let me tell you her story. Let me tell you what she went through, how she could have given up, but she didn't because she's not a quitter, right? And so I'd love to tell a few stories right now to encourage our listeners and share a little bit about the journey. Are you ready? Yeah. Let's yes. Do it. Okay. So I love to start with the good. So let's okay. start with the good. Tell us a good or the greatest story of your journey so far. Well, I will say it is what I already said, getting the Walmart creator uh, opportunity, because the good is one, I had to apply. So I had to, to fill out the information and apply. 
because you don't get chosen just because you're out there. You have to make them know. So I think that was so fabulous that I gave myself permission to put myself in the game, knowing they could say no. It didn't matter. I was going to be showing up. I was going to be visible. So I think that me constantly showing up, figuring out how to do, how to edit videos, how to understand the algorithm a little bit better. How, what does it want from you? Um, Every day, every day being dedicated to getting on those social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram initially first, TikTok and YouTube have come in second and third, but now they're all a focus. But it's every day. It's a part of the job. It's not, it's my job. It is my job to do that. And so if it's your job, you do those things that you need to do. And, and don't get, yes, you need to build the numbers. But my also thing is, this is from my heart and soul. And since I believe and from my soul that this is who I am and who I was created to be and that I have a message in fashion, that it's, I'm doing it, period. So yes, I need the numbers to grow and all the things, but the good is I show up for it. I show up for it. And I don't let the numbers have anything to do with me showing up. Mm. And the brand, the brand is looking for people who show up, right? Yeah. Mm, I love that. I love that. Yeah. It's yeah. And you know, people probably think like, oh, lucky you, right? They have no idea how hard you worked. I saw it. So I know because I, I follow that journey, but yeah. Okay. So now we're going to talk about the bad. So we will save the ugly for last, but tell us a story about the bad part of the journey. So here's what the bad part of the journey for me is that this first got downloaded to me in 2018. And I remember going to a, uh, our, our local mall was having a fashion tea and I was so excited. And I was like, I found out about it late and then I got a ticket and could go. And when I was there, I was sitting at the table and I thought, I should be a fashion influencer because they had this special table for the influencers there. And I was like, I should be sitting at that table. And I'm not. And I was like, I should be a fashion influencer. So you're like, what's the bad about that? Well, the bad about it is that that was 2018. Also, while I was at this tea, I met the gentleman who has become my uh, photographer here locally because I was willing at this table, I made all these decisions that I was going to do this. I was willing to work with what I had, which was my phone. And I was going to get the tripod and we were just going to take the pictures to the best way of our ability. I didn't care. I was stepping into the space that had, I had decided that. The bad is I did one post. I created the blog and did one post and I went out and had a couple of photo shoots and posted the pictures, but didn't really take it to that next level. And so I let 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021 slip through my hands when those could have been good years to build and, and get the numbers up, you know, and, and get people following me and jumping along. Um, so that's the bad is because 
it's, it's, it's like you self-abandon the dream a little bit because you don't do what's required because you're overwhelmed with it. And you think, oh, there's no way I can do this. And, oh, I have to do all this stuff. And I kept convincing myself that it was going to be hard. I kept telling myself all these things that required in this business are hard. I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to edit videos. I don't know. You know, I kept saying that. Well, that's bad if you keep saying that stuff here until, you know, 2022. And I was like, you know what? I'm stepping in this. I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to figure it out. I just still didn't know how to do any of that when I made the decision. But this time I was willing to figure it out. And so the bad comes when you don't give yourself permission. The ideal, the dream, the vision would not have come to me if I didn't have the capability of doing it. Mm. I need to give myself permission to do it and do it badly at first. It didn't even matter. Just figure it out and do it. With all we had, Google, YouTube videos tell you how to do stuff. That's where I really had to figure out going. YouTube, how do you edit video? Go slow. You know? <laughs> Turn it on and off, right? Rewind. <laughs> Back that up. Let me hear that again. Oh, my goodness. Oh, and you really did do it all yourself. I was sh so shocked. I'm like, how did you do all that? So I know people were like, oh, because coming from the coaching space, to this space, they operate in two different lanes. Um, so the things that you can do, you can outsource in your coaching space, you don't really outsource in this space. And I'm telling you, even some of the top people in this space are still doing that stuff because they're the creative genius behind it. You can't plant your vision of this outfit in anybody else's mind, you know. And then there are some who do outsource, but for the most part, they're still doing it. So I thought, if the million dollar women can do it, surely I can. Mm, yes, girl. I, and I remember when you went to that luncheon, I remember you telling me about it. That's the funniest part ever. Oh, I love that so much. But four years, right? So that was four, four years, years before you took action. Yeah. yeah. So what was it that made you take action? What, like, if you think back, so that happened in 2018. Of course, we had the pandemic, but I would think that they would want more influencers because nobody was going in the stores and they were buying everything online. But what what was it that shifted for you in 2022 that said, girl, do this now? You know, I was really like my coaching business has been great, but it, it's, it doesn't fulfill the dream. And I knew I was pausing that in 2022 because I didn't know what I wanted it to look like. I just knew I couldn't do it the way I had been doing it anymore. I just, I just needed to take a break, figure out how does, how does me coaching women in this transformation space um, need to really be? Because I knew it would need to be elevated. It needed to be more expanded and it needed to work with a, a different caliber of women that I knew. I had graduated to that, but I still didn't know what I wanted that to look like. And so I was pausing that. And I said, well, just keep the publishing stuff going. And then it was like, am I, when it, you know, after putting this room together and the energetic vibration of this room and seeing all my clothes and I'm like, I have a voice, I have something to share. And so, yeah, four years have gone by and four years older. 
we all are. <laughs> like, you know, can I do this now? And I was like, I'm four years older and I'm going to do this now. And yeah. And I think, you know, you look younger. I think you look younger today than you did then. So there's that, <laughs> right? There's that. So the, the, the years go, have gone by, but you still look younger than ever. Okay. Well, that was fun. How, how we ever make the bad and the ugly fun, I'll never know, but we really do. So we're going to move on now to the ugly part of the journey. So share with us the story about the ugly part of the journey. Well, the ugly part of the journey is that during the pandemic and not really focusing and, and losing myself to some degree, I would say uh, in 2020 and 2021, um, and not paying attention, literally not paying attention to myself that I, and, and then, you know, part of it too is some aspects of menopause has its power on our body. And so the ugly was that I actually had gained uh, weight and I, I technically have gained like 30 pounds. But at the time, I was like, I was only focused on 20 pounds. I was like, I can get rid of 20 pounds. And because I could not get in anything. Like there was nothing I could wear in my closet. And I was like, this is a non-negotiable. I have always swore that I will never be that woman who would get rid of all her clothes, accept the weight that she has gained and move forward. I'm refusing to accept it. I'm refusing. If I weighed a certain weight once upon a time, obviously I can go back there. We can go back. And so the ugly was just realizing that I had put on this weight, what I felt like. I didn't feel like myself. I was like, this is not how I want to take on this next, evolution of my life. Um, I want to look a certain way. I want to look a certain way. And so I am going to become the woman who looks a certain way because I have that vision of her in, in my mind. And she wears these clothes that really lay on her much more better than something else. And so that was the ugly part of the realization that I had gained the weight, that I had let myself gain the weight. I'm like, how did I let myself gain this weight? Not paying attention, literally not paying attention to yourself, uh, to your true self um, and, and your body changes. And, and also, I think the ugly is there is a change in our bodies as we get older. It's just a natural thing for women. We, we menopause takes us to a different place and it doesn't have to be a bad place, but it does change our bodies. And I think being oblivious to the fact that my body had changed and that it needed to be dealt with in a different manner and we'll honor it in this new manner, but we're going to do it um, in a very healthy way. So the first, you know, the thing was losing the weight. That's all I was really focused on if I lose 20 pounds. But somewhere along the line, I decided to take the ugly and transform it into the super fabulous. And be like, we're not just going to lose the, we're going to get fit. We're going to be like fit, like strong, like powerful. 
in a in 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 your body. So you so I I like to wear heels, and I want to wear my heels. They require me to be strong, my body to be strong. My muscles have to be able to support me wearing heels. And so I've been on this now now for uh it started February 2022. Now we're in what March 23. What I have done low, same thing I do anything. You just build it, do it where you can. It was it was seven minutes and 15 minutes was all I could do back in February. Seven minutes. It was a seven-minute workout and then a 15-minute workout. Because I've convinced myself I hate exercising. I'm like, I don't like to exercise. I don't want to have to do this. But I'm forced <laughs> to have to do this. This is what I'm saying to myself. And it didn't matter I was, I would, I did it anyway. I started with seven minutes, 15 minutes, and I kept getting a little stronger. I'm like, okay, we'll get up the game a little. And then I found the things that I would do. You know, that was the biggest thing, finding what you will do and commit to. And once I did that, things just started to spiral. So the ugly has gone to super fabulous now. I love it. You know, here's what I'm thinking as you're talking about the timelines is that it was around the same time that you had this realization of your weight gain as it was when you decided you wanted to be an influencer and made that shift. And I'm thinking who else in the world besides the fabulous Doris Birch would be like, I gained 30 pounds and now I'm going to be a fashion influencer. Right. But like you like uh, that would have stopped me. But that didn't stop you. It motivated you to run for that dream and get fit and lose weight. So it it fed into that whole thing where most people would say, I want to, but I can't because I gained 30 pounds. Speak about that, Doris. Well, I'm glad you said that because the, the initial pounds that I lost, you know, I was trying to find stuff that I could get in. It was like, as I lost a little weight, I'm like, what can, what in here that can I fit? And I, I, it's so funny because I laugh now and I can look at those early videos. I mean, some of that stuff, height, 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 like couldn't button up stuff, got shirt over, you know, did the videos anyway, did it anyway. It's what I could put together and did it anyway. Outfits that I'm looking back and I'm like, wow, that's what we could, that was all we could work with. That was what we could work with. Those were the things that were fitting that could get on and just start this because we were starting. We were starting. And then yesterday when I did videos and put on the stuff and I was like, oh my God, what a difference losing this weight. I mean, these clothes are back. I'm like, I am back. I'm like, how could I have forgotten? I mean, a whole nother level of just badass power. Really? It really was. I was like, yes. (laughs) And that really is like, and like I said, like most people would think, I can't do it now because of this. And here you were like, I'm going to get into something. But what a celebration 
it had to feel like a Christmas every time you got into a new outfit, right? Because it wasn't new, but it was new to you to be able to wear again. Yeah. I mean, I have certain things that I put on engaged and um, this is how, this is how crazy <laughs> it was. I have these really amazing pair of pants. I was so in denial that I couldn't wear them. So I kept trying to force them on. I just kept trying to force them. Have you ever tried to force something that's saying no, but you're going to do it anyway. So I busted the whole zipper out. So I got to get that zipper fixed in these pants because I was determined to zip those pants up. And they were like, we're not, no, this is not happening. But I use those as my gauge, you know, besides the, and initially I wasn't weighing myself regularly. Um, I would weigh once a week. Um, but as here's what I will tell you, as you progress on your journey, the right people show up to support you in getting to the next step. And so people started showing up in my space on Instagram who have achieved the goal where I'm going. And I'm like, oh my gosh, if she can do this, and she's older. I'm not even that age yet. Yeah. And then I started learning more about our women's bodies as we get older. We can be... There's one woman calls this the power decade. And I believe her so much because we now have wisdom that we did not have in our 20s and crazy wisdom. And then you get your body really powerful. Yeah. You, 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 you're a pretty rock star woman. Oh, yeah, girl, what a journey. Yeah. What a journey. So I'm so excited about that because that's one thing I want to be as a fashion influencer in this phase is to empower women who are 50 plus that you can, you're not left off the table because we live in a society that takes women off the table because you're aging. Well, Doris, this has been such a fabulous conversation. So much fun to hang out with you. And before we say goodbye, I just want to share with our listeners an amazing review that was submitted for our show. So this is from Annette Mashi. And she says, inspiring. Cammie's podcasts are truly inspiring. She leads her guests to talk about their journey and exposes that not every step is easy and successful. I absolutely love the good, the bad, and the ugly. Thanks, Cami, for making everyone authentic and human. Oh my gosh, Annette, thank you so much for that, re- for that review that you submitted for the show. And I think this episode is perfect example of what you're saying here about the good, the bad, and the ugly is that you know what? You just have to keep on going. You just can't give up. Right. And that, you know, we're not lucky. We're, we're successful because we work hard and we never give up. And that's the story for you, Doris, that you could have given up a million times and yet you kept on going because you refuse to be invisible. You are here to be fabulous and help others to be fabulous. And I just love that. So thank you for being our guest today. Such a joy always to have conversation with you. And I know that this conversation is going to reach millions around the world and it's going to make an impact. So let's tell our listeners, where's the best place for them to find you right now? 
Yeah. Well, thanks again for having me on the She's Invincible podcast, Cami. You can find me on Instagram at I am the fabulous Doris Birch. On Instagram at I am the fabulous Doris Birch. TikTok at the fabulous Doris Birch. And YouTube at I am the fabulous Doris Birch. So I am the fabulous Doris Birch. I will pop up for sure. And then um, for style inspiration on the blog is at findyourfatfactor.com. So findyourfatfactor.com. Because what you wear affects the way you show up in your life. Oh, I love it. And for our listeners, just click the show notes and all the links will be there for you. You can click right into Doris to her blog and into her fashion influencing um, social media and all the things where she's hanging out these days. And just you are the fabulous Doris Birch. So those social media tags are perfect for you, my friend. And to our listeners, I don't know where you are in your life or your business. It is not easy out there, but if you're face down on the ground right now, get back up, girl. Get back up. You can do it. You can do anything. Tell them, Doris. Yeah, get back up. Get back up. Yes, just get back up. You can be fabulous, too. Thank you for joining us today. If you were inspired or learned something new, please follow the show. Submit a rating and review and share us with your friends. If you would like to chat to see if you can attract your ideal client and monetize your business through podcasting, please book a free call with me at camilehman.com. I can't wait to meet you.